Hello everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Rich Mind Podcast. I'm your host Rich, and thank you so much for joining me today. As you can probably hear, I'm a little bit under the weather. Uh, I've been feeling kind of shit the past couple days. Actually, it's coming up in a week. I think last Saturday was when I first started feeling bad. I can barely look at my computer screen. I have the brightness turned all the way down. And I put the night light on to decrease the blue light. Not ideal, as I just woke up. And doing so usually makes me tired. I'm a little concerned because my aura ring showed that my body temperature was up by 7 by 0.7 degrees, not, not 7 degrees, hopefully not, um, that'd be, I'd be in the hospital if it was up 7 degrees, no, 0.7 degrees, and just to give you all some reference, when I got the COVID vaccine, my body temperature one day was up by 1 degree, and another day it was up by 2 degrees, most days, on a normal day, when I'm not feeling bad, it fluctuates between minus 2 and plus 2 degrees, I probably should buy a thermostat, not ther- <laughs> a thermometer, um, <laughs> not a thermostat, Richard, a thermometer, uh, just to be sure that I don't have a temperature because I do go back to work tomorrow. Now, most of the people I live with are sick with the same thing and it's not COVID, thank God, it's just a cold. Uh, <coughs> now, if I wake up tomorrow still feeling under the weather, I might get tested just to be sure. I I only went into work the past couple of days because I didn't have a temperature. If I did, like if I still, if I have a temperature tomorrow, I will not be going into work. I don't, I don't want to do that to my coworkers. I don't want to, you know, expose them to any type of illness. Uh, and going on Tuesday was already risky and I kind of felt bad for going, but uh, I just started, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard because, um, when you start a new job, you usually for like the first six months, you don't want any call offs. You just want to be, you want to do your thing, want to show up and make a good name for yourself. Uh, and I haven't missed any days so far. So, uh, if I don't have to call off, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't, I want to do that. Uh, gotta make a name for yourself, especially when you just start. As I sit here, I I feel much better than I have. The only thing I'm dealing with now is a headache. Uh, and with that being said, I thought I'd tell you all a story today. I might have briefly talked about this in the past, in previous episodes, but it's related to exercise and Uh, high histamine foods. I'm making this podcast for anyone out there that might be dealing with this and doesn't know how to fix it. Because for the last two years, I've been trying to figure out what's been causing this weird spotty rash on my arms after I exercise intensely. And uh, not only that, but dealing with like random headaches uh, mood swings, uh, feeling feeling tired, 
uh, unmotivated, all of that. So let's go back to 2018. I just moved in with my parents after uh, dropping out of art school <laughs> and decided to try running every day for a whole year. So I would have to, the rules I made for myself was 10 minutes each day and I just had to run the whole time. And I figured that wouldn't be too hard. But at the same time, I was still hitting the gym and trying to grow my body. It seems like a bad combination. And while it could have worked if I knew what I was doing, but at the time I didn't. About 60 days in, my shin splints are coming at my soul. And by day 70, I resort to running on a treadmill. Now, guys, the first, like, 40 days, I was chilling. But I was looking back on my splits on my times, and I was running for, like, 15 minutes at, like, a 7.10 pace. That's, that's, that's fast for me. Because recently I've been running, like, uh, like, around in, like, a 7.40, 8-minute pace. So running almost sub six minute or sub seven minutes is pretty nuts for me. And granted, this was three years ago, but I was really, really kicking up the pace. And I'm like, no wonder I like my body started breaking down. I was do I was going too fast and doing too much for me. Uh, so day eighty, and my confidence towards the challenge quickly dropped i was skinnier than i've ever been and i couldn't even run without my body feeling absolutely broken and again looking back on this i didn't think i was skinny enough uh i was probably 165 barely any muscle and i wish i had this on video i could show you guys some photos but just it's just like, come on, man, what, what were you thinking? Around day 90, I quit the challenge and I was heartbroken. But my legs just couldn't take another day and I needed to rest them. So I hung up my shoes that I later came to find out were too small for my feet. That definitely contributed to my shin splints and my feet and my leg pains during the runs. And I took the next five months off. No joke. It took about three months for my shin splints to go away. Uh, February of 2019 came and I got my running shoes and went for my first run of the year. As I came back inside, my sister looked at me and says, you don't look so good. I told her, nah, I'm fine. Just give me some of those blueberries you're eating. I'll be good. And well, I wasn't good. My body soon got covered in hives and my face was like a balloon. My eyes were bloodshot and I was rushed to the hospital after popping like four Benadryls. And, and the hospital didn't even take me seriously. As my throat felt like it was closing, they just casually took their time and got me in the room. An hour later and I was released with no idea of what caused the breakout. Scared to try it running again, I took a month off and came back to it in March. This time, 
I decided to do it in the gym because maybe it was a nut tree I ran past. Uh, I don't know. I had no idea what caused it. Well, five minutes of me running on the treadmill, I felt that feeling again. I started getting dizzy. And I went to the locker room, threw some water on my face, popped two Benadryls and raced home. I got home and told my family about the situation, but I didn't want to go to the hospital this time. I told them just to leave me in the car and I'm going to deal with this until I feel better. 30 minutes later and the hives went away and I was feeling much better. At this point, I'm losing my fucking mind. Like, what in God's name is causing this to happen? Now, I'm absolutely petrified of running. Like, nope, not happening anymore. What was so confusing was that this didn't happen once when I was running last year. Not once. I ran for 90 days straight, and not one time did this shit happen. Well, fast forward another month, and I ran out of my protein powder. So I decided to try a new one, and that was that. I was drinking the vegan one at the time, and I decided to switch back to whey protein. Not for any particular reason, I just wanted something different. I do this all the time, especially with pre-workouts, protein powders. Uh, I like exploring different different uh, options, different supplements. <sighs> Fast forward a whole fucking year, and I still have no idea what caused my allergic reactions, because... When I would go for a run at the end of 2019, after I switched that protein powder, I would still get a rash on my inner arms. Now, it wasn't as crazy, but I was still confused about the whole thing. That wasn't until I did some reflecting on my past and decided to check out that protein powder I was drinking back in 2019. That fucking protein powder. I check every ingredient label before I eat something just because of my nut allergies, but this one slipped through the cracks. The last ingredient on the list, which means it's the smallest amount they put in there, was alfalfa powder. Looked it up, and boom. It's a plant related to legumes, aka nuts, and it's known to cause allergic reactions to people with nut allergies. It blew my fucking mind. But the problem now wasn't the alfalfa powder because I hadn't had that protein powder in a year. The problem was some other mystery food, because I was still getting rash in my arms from intense exercise. The year is 2020, and the mystery has still not been solved. I mean, half of it, right? Like, I'm not going to the emergency room every time I work out, but I'm still having these weird rashes when I when I do intense exercise. So, so I have some PTSD from those allergic reactions when running. So... I don't go too hard when working out, and I would just coast by. The pandemic hit, and I started doing a lot of walks with a weighted vest. I would get the occasional rash on my arm, but nothing crazy. I ended up taking the Everly Well food sensitivity tests back in 2019, and two foods that came up as moderate reactivity were garlic and egg whites. Well, I didn't listen to those results until the middle of 2020, and once I eliminated those foods from my diet, my stomach became a new person. It was absolutely insane. I didn't have random stomach issues anymore, and that ended up increasing my mood and helped me refocus on the task at hand, which was figuring out what was causing the rash in my arms to occur when exercising. 
Fast forward to me moving down to Texas, I started reading about high histamine foods. I know you heard me mention that earlier. Histamine is something that your body naturally makes. Eating high histamine foods for most people won't have any negative side effects. However, for people who have a hard time breaking down excess histamine, eating certain foods can trigger symptoms or make them worse. Diagnosing histamine intolerance is difficult, so I started looking at high histamine foods like alcohol, eggplant, pickle or canned foods, sauerkrauts, matured cheeses, smoked meat products, salami ham, sausages, shellfish, beans, uh, chickpeas, soy flour, uh, long-stored nuts, peanuts, cashew nuts, almonds, pistachio, uh, chocolates, and other cacao-based product, uh, rice vinegar, and Satan, 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 uh, ready meals, salty snacks, sweets with preservatives, and artificial colorings. There's also foods that release histamines in your body that includes alcohol, bananas, tomatoes, white germ, beans, papaya, chocolate, citrus fruits, uh, nuts, specifically walnuts, cashews, and peanuts, food dyes, and other additives. <coughs> then there's foods that block DAO production. DAO is a digestive... <laughs> some, for some reason, I can't say the sentence. DAO is a digestive enzyme produced in your kidneys, thymus, and intestinal lining of your digestive tract. <coughs> its primary function is to break down excess histamine in your body. Foods that block DAO production include alcohol, black tea, matte tea, green tea, energy drinks. Then there's foods low in histamine that you should include in your diet, like fresh meat and freshly caught fish, non-citrus fruits, eggs, gluten-free grains such as quinoa and rice, dairy substitutes such as coconut milk and almond milk, fresh vegetables except tomatoes, avocado, spinach, and eggplant, cooking oil such as olive oil. For me, I know foods like vinegar, alcohol, chocolate, olive oil, certain beans, sausages, they can all be contributors to this. Uh, it's it's going to be different for everyone because I know olive oil is on that like low histamine uh, list, but it was it was uh, a contributor for me. Like it didn't make me feel good. Uh, so each week I eliminate certain foods, and each week I felt better and better. By the end of twenty twenty, I was spending a lot of time going on walks. It wasn't until February of this year that I went for a run and of course it was snowing and freezing when I did it uh, the good thing was that I didn't have any allergic reaction at this time I was also lifting and trying to put on much size as possible I was going really hard in the gym and I wasn't having any issues I got confident enough to run on the treadmill and to my amazement there wasn't any allergic reactions on my arms or face or anywhere I still didn't believe I figured out the cause of it like it, it seemed too good to be true uh, and just for people who don't understand high histamine foods uh, can cause headaches asthma a runny or blocked nose low blood pressure irregular heartbeat 
hives, itching, diarrhea, flushing, and other conditions. With feeling confident, I started recently going on runs outside in the heat, getting absolutely drenched. And the first time I did, my arms had a bit of a breakout, but this time, I know for a fact what was causing it, because I also get them when I was working really hard in my warehouse job, and it was from lemons. How fucking crazy. I bought an electrolyte supplement that was lemon-lime flavored, and a pre-workout that was lemon-lime flavored, and noticed it right after I started taking both of them. I get a reaction on my arms. But since I've cut out so many high histamine foods, the allergic reaction isn't bad at all and it usually goes away within half an hour, depending on how intense my workout was. It's such a good feeling to know what was causing my allergic reactions after I stopped taking that protein powder. Because the way it happened, guys, is I stopped taking that protein powder, and I think, I think what, like, I think it fucked my body up somehow. And because I wasn't getting those arm rashes at all when I was running, in 2018 but when i started exercising and eating that protein powder i think i like something i fucked something up in my body and uh because i've been working out since i was 18 and i never had arm rashes or any of that weirdness when i would work out and my diet was full of like uh high histamine foods like spicy foods uh tomatoes uh a bunch of cit- citrus f- foods, all of that. Like there was, but now I'm like, I'm really sensitive to it. And I, I feel like that protein powder somehow caused that sensitivity in me. Uh, but I do feel better, you know, now that I figured it out. And uh, it's, a, it's a lot of weight off my shoulders. So what I'll probably end up doing is getting a protein powder or getting a protein powder getting a uh, pre-workout that isn't citrus-based and then getting an electrolyte supplement that isn't citrus-based and see how I do with that. Uh, You know, just doing this research around all of this, uh, I realized that there are some more foods I could be cutting out if I really want to maximize or optimize my, my diet and the way I feel. I feel really good right now, but you know, I, I say this a lot and it's, you can always, you can always feel better. Uh, it's, you know, when I was back in, when I was like 19 and 20, I, I thought I felt great, but that wasn't until I learned to cut out certain foods from my diet and, um, the way I feel like looking back, it's, Looking back, the way I felt in 2019 is was absolute shit compared to how I feel now. And I feel like when I'm 30, I'll be looking back on how I feel now and be like, wow, I didn't. I felt like shit when I was 26. Uh, it's all about optimizing your health. And I'll probably live with like a histamine intolerance for the rest of my life, but... I, I don't really mind it because, um, well, you can't really mind it, right? Like it's, it's a part of me. I've accepted it. And, uh, as long as I feel good with what I'm doing now, I, I'm not going to 
be all like bitter and upset with the fact that this is how my life turned out. Like it's, it's life, you know, some, some people just get dealt a shit hand and just got to roll with the punches. And so, yeah, I ran four times last week and I had little, no stress around that. Like it was, it was hot as balls outside. And I was, I had, you know, obviously a bit of a rash when I would run, but it's not like, it's not like I'm going to the hospital because of it. So, yeah, I'm really happy with, with how, uh, this turned out. It's been a, a crazy fucking ride. Uh, like three years of stressing over this. And I'm finally like, I'm, I'm like 99% sure I figured it out, but there's always that 1% where I'm like, hmm, maybe it's something else, but like, I'm, I'm almost positive it's histamine foods. So yeah, if you're currently struggling with any of the symptoms I listed and don't know what's causing it, try doing an elimination diet uh, and introduce more low histamine foods into your diet. Even even taking a Everly Well food sensitivity test um, to really optimize your health. I mean, it's there's there's a lot you can do to really uh, feel better, you know, because we we don't even realize that the foods we eat have such a impact on the way we feel, our sleep, um, and just like just on our overall mood. So thank you all so much for listening. I'm hopefully going to feel better next week. I'm moving to my new place on Tuesday. So my next podcast will be at my new place. Hopefully I get everything set up. Um, don't worry. I'm not going to, I'm not skipping a week. I, I told myself I'm doing this for a whole year. So you can 100% expect an episode, even if I still feel like shit, because I do this even when I feel like shit, okay? Because I made, I made that commitment to myself. I'm not gonna let any of my listeners down. I will release an episode every week, so you can definitely be sure there will be an episode next Thursday, maybe even sooner. So, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, stay, stay safe out there. Stay healthy, and I'll see you guys next Thursday. Peace.